it is good for uh, personally I think it is good to learn from your failure before I accepted in this program I failed in a lot of programs I sometimes sometimes like I did apply for like uh, organizations if I like applying for internship I can apply like almost like 30 applications in a month and probably got rejected in all of that but mm. during the process i choose instead of grieving mm -hmm. i choose to learn from it like what did i do wrong what can i uh, improve uh, later on and uh and what can i do better mm. so there's uh, nothing to lose and don't be afraid of failure. Fail there's nothing wrong to have failure. Don't never expect for perfection at your first go. Because uh, let's just be honest, not everyone is perfect. Just go for it. Like if I can literally push you to that opportunity, I will literally push you. Like just do it. Hi millennials, welcome to Stories Under 30 by Global Millennial Podcast. We will invite youth from all around the world to share their knowledge, experience, and their perspective to give you new insight and inspiration. We will have an intimate interview with a curated guest speaker and highlight some interesting topics like education, business, art, politics, personal story, and many more. Directly hosted by me, Mufli Dwi Fikri, the CEO of Global Millennial Group. We will meet weekly, full in English, fun, substantial, and I hope we can accompany your productive time. Last but not least, be borderless. Hi Millennials, welcome back in Stories Under 30 by Global Millennial Podcast. So yeah, as usual, we have a very interesting guest speaker with also interesting topic. So our topic today will be related to one of, I think, dream of current most of university students in Indonesia, yeah, which is the student exchange. But this is a special student exchange. This is the student exchange that's conducted officially by Ministry of Education, which is ISMA. What, what is the acronym of ISMA? International? Indonesian Student Mobility Award. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That one. laughs> yeah, our guest today is Nadia Alisa. She is ever... Uh, she is the ISMA awardee to Edinburgh University. So without further ado, please welcome me, Kak Nadia. Hi Kak Nadia, how are you? Hi Fikri, I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for having me today in this podcast. It's a, it's a pleasure for me. Of course, it's also such an honor for me to have a short conversation with you. Okay Nadia, maybe can you please introduce yourself a little bit to us more? Hi everyone, uh, my name is Nadia Lisa. you can call me Nadia. I am a last year undergraduate communication student from Universitas Airlangga and I was the awardee of the International Student Mobility, um, Mobility in, International Indonesian Student Mobility Awards at the University of Edinburgh, Scotland. Wow, that's cool, that was amazing. Okay, so maybe we start first. What is actually ISMA? Maybe because not a lot all of uh, our audience know. What is ISMA? Okay, so ISMA, which is the International Indonesian Student Mobility Awards, is part of the Campus Merdeka program that is actually established by the Ministry of Education. So the Ministry of Education create several programs in Campus Merdeka, and uh, they uh, give uh, undergraduate 
undergraduate students opportunities for internship or maybe uh, exchange studies like within Indonesia, but they also provide uh, you like youth and undergraduate students for exchange opportunities outside Indonesia from uh, amazing college out around Indonesia, whether it's like Ivy Leagues or Russell's group, it's like the best top universities out of Indonesia. That's cool. And uh, it was all facilitated by the Ministry of Education from the Ivalak ticket and so on and so forth. Yes, uh, so the Ministry of Education provided us uh, with a lot of stuff actually, uh, mm -hmm. other than the uh, tickets, they also provide us with the visa as well, and then with uh, we have a monthly uh, living allowance, and they also will pay for our accommodation and our uh, third three things that we need to prepare uh, when we arrive at our host country. Ah, okay, that's cool. That was amazing. Okay, so how you can end up? to Edinburgh University. Maybe can you please tell the story why you choose that and then how the selection process. Okay. So uh, the funny thing is actually that I was, I didn't actually choose the University of Edinburgh as my first choice. Oh, okay. So um, actually I do realize that Edinburgh University is one of the best university in UK. And I feel like, I don't think I can actually uh, qualify for that university. So I actually uh, registered for other university and I actually registered for the University of Birmingham. But apparently I guess, uh, I guess the, um, during the selection process, the committee uh, believes that I guess I have more potentials and they actually uh, transferred me with other couple of already as well as to the University of Edinburgh, Scotland. So uh, I was quite uh, astonished by that since I never knew that I can reach to that level, but then uh, the committee believed that I can do it. So therefore I am accepted <laughs> as the exchange student there at Edinburgh. Okay, okay, wait. So you actually apply for Birmingham. It's your yes. first choice. And then your second choice is Edinburgh, something like that. Oh, so uh, at, uh, so I was the first batch for the ISMA program and uh -huh. there is no second choice. So we only choose one university uh, different from uh, this year see, at 2022, you have two choices. Uh, so um, we only can choose one. So it's a quite difficult choice back okay. then. Okay. Do you receive any specific feedback from the committee why you were moved to Edinburgh University? So uh, we were moved actually. Uh, other than uh, other than like other than me, there are also other candidates transferred as well. It's because they believe that we are potential candidates for uh, a better university. But also, uh, mm -hmm. it's because of depends on the university, like the quota that they uh, they are open for. Because back and uh, back in twenty twenty one, the COVID cases were still high, so not all universities are, are open. For, uh, a lot of quota for exchange students, especially from. In the, uh, back in 2021, Indonesia was listed as the red list country oh, yeah. since the COVID cases were so high. I see, I see, I see. Okay, okay. So what you did in Edinburgh? So uh, wait, you you in Edinburgh in Scotland for how long? Three months? I was there for, yeah, three to three and a half months, yes. Two, oh, two three and a half months. Okay. So what you did there? 
oh, I did a lot of things. Like at first, I only thought that I'll just be studying there, but uh-huh. apparently, I did so much more. Uh, uh, other than studying at Edinburgh, also, of course, since I am a student <laughs> outside the UK country, European country, of course, I do a lot of activities yeah. such as like uh, I go hiking. I never went hiking before, but that's my first time <laughs> in, in Scotland. So my first hiking experience was in Scotland. But then other than that, I also uh, applied being a volunteer at the United Nations Climate Change Conference mm-hmm. at Glasgow as the youth block um, stewardess for the March during the COP26. I see. So I can say the itinerary of the exchange activities itself is not really crowded. Yeah. So you can do hiking, you can do volunteering. Yes. Yes, that is true. I see. I see. Okay, cool. That was amazing. That was amazing. Okay. And then, uh, can you please share regarding the selection process uh, of the ISMA itself? Even though I believe in the next batch or in the current batch maybe quite different there are a lot of improvement i believe and it's become more competitive but at least in your batch how the selection process is going okay so uh, in my year the selection process there were actually only two selection process so we have the administrative selection process we uh, submitted our academic transcript and also some necessary documents that uh, need to be signed by us and also our English proficiency test certificate, either it is IELTS or TOEFL, or it is Duolingo English test. And with uh, during the, administ- the administrative selection process, we also have to answer three essay questions. Yeah. And after that, uh, uh, we will be announced who wow. passed the administrative selection process right after the announcement we had the interview selection the time from the from the um from the announcement from the application process to the interview is really short it's only like some of them can only prepare for less than 24 hours but Uh i thankfully can prepare for the next day uh after these interviews uh, process uh we wait for about two or three weeks till the final uh final announcement okay 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 uh to be more comprehensive, what is the three question of the essay itself? Okay, so the three question of uh, the ISMA essay is actually not really that different from this year's uh, mm-hmm. application. So the first one is, is we need to tell them our academic and non-academic achievement and we shall tell them the process, okay. how we achieve that and uh-huh. what skills that we acquire during the process. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is, uh, the second question is, if I'm not mistaken, is, oh, is that, uh, what are we going to do to engage with the local and international communities during the ISMA program? So what are we going to do there? And we need to give very clear examples on exactly what we are going to do. And um, the last one is about more or less about the contribution. So if we finish the ISMA program, like what are you going to contribute back to the program or what are you going to contribute back to the country? Of course, because we are actually the chosen Indonesian uh, students. So we should give back to the country after the program. 
Okay, so yeah. I'm become curious. What is what is your answer for the third question? The contributions. The contribution is actually uh, we were actually uh, during the program we were supposed to make a program every uh. university program and we did uh, we did a program uh, we did like a small ceremony at the park behind the campus and uh, the uh, our friends our our local international friends there actually participated and we did some. Um, we did also some Maumere dance and we danced together. We helped oh, no. teach them to dance. But then other than that, I also sh uh, shared like Indonesian culture uh, from food because I really love to cook. And my mother taught me a lot about cooking, especially traditional dishes. So back in the dorm, I cook for my uh, housemates, like Indonesian foods, such as like sate ayam or soto butawi and so on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Do you have any tips and tricks for the essay itself? Like what uh, we what we should we do and so on and so forth. Yeah. So um uh, my personal tips for the essay itself is um for example, like the, the first number, um don't like sometimes we focus on the things that actually are are not feel that important for example like the first question is uh, most people focus on the achievements but then i suggest you to focus on the process because i believe like there's a lot of indonesian people that have achievement but then not all of them have uh, have gone through the process mm -hmm. so the process is really um very crucial and oh, it's also important to be really true to your essay like to be yourself because mm -hmm. at the end like if you're like if you're like you're lying to yourself when you pass the administrative selection process and you go to the interviewers interview process they will immediately know like what you wrote is not what you really are so be true to yourself and don't forget that uh you're given this opportunity from the ministry you're given this opportunity from indonesia because actually um indirectly indonesia is paying for you to go there so um when you go there uh and you when you write the recite don't forget that when you go back you have to contribute back to Indonesia, even the smallest thing, just like sharing about your experience, it also matters. See, I see. So if I may summarize, at least uh, there, there are three tips and tricks for the essay uh, stage. The first one is focus on the process, not only the result, like your achievement. And then the second one, just be yourself, always be yourself. And three, make sure that you will have contributions to your country, to Indonesia especially, yeah. Even for the smallest thing. Okay. Yes. Now, how about the interview? Uh, what kind of questions that you can say? Can you say it actually? Because some of interview is very secret. Can you say like what is the? Uh, okay. In, yeah, so, uh, I don't think it's like it's a secret. <laughs> yeah. And I actually did some. I did sh uh, share to a couple of people. So, the interviews. Uh, what I say back uh, during the essay. Why is it important to be true to yourself? Because the interview is. The question of for the interview is not really that far away from your essay so they will ask like uh, according to what you wrote so if you say something that is quite different to what you wrote in the essay so uh, there will be like some mismatch and they will doubt like do you actually really write that essay so for the interview it is best 
uh, to learn more about your essay mm. and then also learn more about your host country or host university. So at least um, the interviewer knows that when you become the awardee, you don't go there with an empty hands. You know what you want to do. You have a clear goal in your mind. And uh, most importantly, I guess, is, I think the hardest part of the interview is to convince the interviewer that you're the best candidate <laughs> because okay. there are other thousands of candidates as well that are also amazing as well. But I guess for me, uh, the key is, as I said before, um, just be yourself and um, show them that. Um, you're not going to use this opportunity just for a holiday purposes, but, <laughs> <laughs> but also okay. uh, uh, you have a clear goal or at least um, you have like your nearest goal in mind and this opportunity will help you to reach that goal. Okay, may I know how you convince the interviewers in that time? What do you say okay. in them? Okay, uh, how I convinced them is um, uh, when during the interview, I always try my best to change the very like stiff condition into like a much more relaxing way. So uh -huh. I try to make the interview uh, becoming like a conversation with my interviewers. So I talk a lot actually during that 15 minute interview. I told them about my background and stuff. Like um, I told them I told them that um, I may not be the most smartest um, candidate among other 2,000 people who interviewed today, but then you may not find a person that works harder than I am than I am. So um and uh, since I have, I use my um, social media platform like mm -hmm. TikTok, for example, I use them for sharing. Mm -hmm. And I want to, uh, after the program, I want to share other people that they also have, people actually have the opportunity for a better or higher education mm -hmm. and convince them that they can do it uh, and giving them tips and tricks so they can actually experience what I experience. That's what I convinced them. <laughs> Wow, that's cool. That's cool. That was amazing. Okay, so uh, what kind of value that you you think it makes you can accept it in this program? Especially, this is a very competitive program, right? Thousands of yes. students is applying, and then you choose among them. So, what do you think? What makes you can accept it in this program? Okay, so um, so based on my uh, analysis okay. among the <laughs> among the awardees is that there are three types of awardees. There okay. are awardees. The first one. There are three types of awardees. The first one is that uh, who academic wise is really smart. Mm -hmm. They went to several competitions. They make papers. They are research assistants. Mm -hmm. There are also uh, the second one is who are active in organization. Or like volunteering activities, mm -hmm. so they're uh, socially they're uh, easier to connect with like local international people there. And the third one is the both both of those both academically and okay. uh, they're also active active in academics. And I think 
looking back at my experience, I think I'm more to the uh more like to the awardees that is active in organization. So before I uh participate in ISMAI, did some couple of volunteering activities too. Um I did also some I have participated in organization some organizational uh activities and some like internships. So um in that opportunity I also have the opportunity to actually communicate with international uh, like people like outside Indonesia. So I do have this set of skills. I see. Okay. I was thinking that you want to say, oh, I'm the third one. I'm the third category, which is the second in academic organization. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. I'm not that confident in my academic. <laughs> but what? How much your GPA? How much your my GPA? GPA? Uh, I, uh, three point. Three point. Five? Above? <laughs> I will just I will just say that it is a uh, three point something. <laughs> if it's a, I believe it's above three point five. Yeah, <laughs> so I can say you have a, a good academic. <laughs> okay, that's good. That was amazing. Okay, this is will become the last question, Nadia, because we're running out of the time. So I know. Uh, this is a very golden opportunity. There is nothing to lose. But the thing is, I also saw several people that not confident to themselves. I mean, like, ah, God, this is a very competitive uh, application. I think I, don't, I will not pass it. The thing is, uh, this is just apply it. That's nothing to lose. If you fail, yeah, okay, you can try it again or something like that. Can you please give the motivation or message to people like them, like, uh, to just apply for Isman, just trying their best. Please. Okay. Uh, okay, probably my motivation. Uh, actually, Fikri, you actually just want motivated myself if I'm actually <laughs> going to apply for Isma again. As you say, there's nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose, and like, it is not a sin if you yeah, fail exactly. this um, exactly. application, and you will not like receive bad luck or anything. And nothing will happen if you fail this application. But then what will happen is if you make your fear hinder your chances is that it's not only this ISMA uh, program that you will lose, but also other opportunities. It is good for, uh, personally, I think it is good to learn from your failure. Before I accepted in this program, I failed in a lot of programs. I sometimes, sometimes like I did apply for like, uh, organizations if I like applying for internship I can apply like almost like 30 applications in a month and probably got rejected in all of that but mm. during the process I choose instead of grieving mm -hmm. I choose to learn from it like what did I do wrong what can I uh, improve uh, later on and uh, and what can I do better mm. so there is uh, nothing to lose and don't be afraid of failure. Fail there's nothing wrong to have failure. Don't uh, uh, never expect for perfection at your first go. Because uh, let's just be honest, not everyone is perfect. And uh, and yeah, uh, I guess like just go for it. Like if I can literally push you to that opportunity, I will literally push you like 
just do it <laughs> and just uh there's nothing wrong like it's okay like um the world um there's like this quote that my mother told me like life is like a roller coaster when you fail you're at the bottom but that's like a roller coaster you one day you will achieve the peak of your life and you will receive other opportunities if this opportunity is closer there are other thousands or millions doors that are actually waiting for you to be open but it's just it goes back to you like if you want to go forward or you just want to stay and just uh, let that opportunity fall behind wow wow that's cool that was amazing okay i will highlight it uh what nadia's mom said life is like a roller coaster sometimes you're in the bottom but you will be in the peak moment one day wow that's cool that was amazing that was amazing okay thank you so much nadia for having a very insightful short conversation with us it's such an honor so uh yeah for you the millennials so i hope this can motivate you to join is my another opportunity the thing is there's nothing to lose just do everything that you want uh, just be yourself and then uh, always move forward that was not uh, just just do it right okay thank you so much everyone don't forget to follow uh, our spotify and we'll see you again next week as usual every saturday at 1 p.m thank you everyone see you have a nice day